the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Bruce Hooley Show podcast is brought to you by HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. Creating jobs and restoring dignity one cup at a time. Good coffee doing good. Learn more at HemisphereCoffeeRoasters.com. For most of us, we are watching something unfold today uh, that we have never seen in our lifetime. A sovereign nation in Europe being invaded by a bordering country in an attempt to overtake it. Uh, Russia has bombed seven cities with missiles in Ukraine. Uh, Ukraine President Vladimir Zelensky has declared martial law in his country, and one of the Uh, Things that Russia is trying to do is seizing control of uh, Chernobyl, which is in Ukraine. And Vladimir Zelensky tweeted a while ago that uh, Ukrainians are fighting to defend Chernobyl, the nuclear plant where there was the worst nuclear accident in human history, in an effort to keep it out of the hands of the Russians. So it is ugly. The president, Joe Biden, is supposed to speak to the nation at 1230 if he does so. If he's not late, as he chronically is. We will bring it to you here on The Answer. How does this affect you? Maria Bartiromo, Fox Business, had some thoughts on that this morning on Fox. On stocks and on oil, probably one of the most impactful things that President Biden can say when he speaks to the nation at noon is that he wants to revive the XL pipeline and uh, reverse the ban on federal land for drilling so that the world could understand that the U.S. is serious about becoming energy independent. We are reliant on just the way Europe is reliant on Russia for oil. Unfortunately, our imports have been increasing in that regard on petrol products. Yeah, well, that's not going to happen. How do I know that's not going to happen? Because for Joe Biden to reopen the Keystone XL pipeline and for us to um, continue our domestic energy production that made us an exporter of energy during the Trump administration, that would anger the Green New Deal people, the people who think that climate change is the number one threat to America. Now, let me just say, first and foremost, that I don't undervalue the... Uh, minimal inconveniences that we can all go through to do what we can to help a more sustainable approach to energy and to just stewarding the beauty of God's creation here on earth. I have recycled for a long time. I've been known to pull little plastic yogurt cups out of the trash and put them in the recycle bin and tell my girls, this is recyclable, let's recycle it. We recycle paper, we recycle cans. I make a special trip if I don't already go past the place where you drop off the recycles. be easier to just throw it in the trash, but I know that if I do my part and other people do their part, we can help keep the landfills 
more sustainable than they are if we just throw everything away. But I also know that there's a big, vast sky up above me, and there are trade winds that blow, and that everything we do here will not have one iota of impact on the world climate and atmosphere if India, Russia, China, and other industrialized nations continue to spew pollutants into the atmosphere. Sure, our little bit will help, but it will not make the consequential difference that crazy nutjob green advocates like AOC and John Kerry claim that it will. And I know Joe Biden's not going to come out today and talk about trumping back up, excuse me, unfortunate words, Joe, increasing again our domestic energy production because here is what John Kerry is most concerned about given the outbreak of war in Ukraine. I'm concerned about Ukraine because of the people of Ukraine and because of the principles that are at risk in terms of international law and trying to change boundaries of international law by force. And he is afraid that it will distract from, (laughs) you guessed it, the world focus on reducing climate emissions and the massive pollutants that will be released into the atmosphere by acts of war. Massive emissions! Consequences to the war. But equally importantly, you're going to lose people's focus. You're going to lose, certainly, big country attention because they will be diverted. And I think it could be a damaging impact. So, you know, I think hopefully President Putin would realize that in the northern part of his country, they used to live on 66% of the nation that was over frozen land. Now it's thawing and his infrastructure is at risk. And the people of Russia are at risk. And so I hope President Putin will help us stay on track with respect for what we need to do for the climate. Stop laughing. I'm laughing too. How high on the list of priorities of Vladimir Putin do you think containing his aggressive mindset of putting the old Soviet Union back together again? Stands impact on climate. Hello, Boris. How many missiles did we send into Ukraine? 40? Don't you realize what that's going to do to the atmosphere? I said no more than 30. Is John Kerry really this stupid? Yes, I think he is. He's really this self absorbed. Remember when he said, angrily to the person in Iceland who asked him about flying there for a world climate summit on his private jet. No, 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 I need my private jet. I need my private jet. Everybody else, no, 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 no on the private jet. But me, I need that. It's the most efficient way for me to get around. So these people in charge of our country, in charge of the policy that has emboldened Vladimir Putin to do what he's doing, are ideologues who are insulated from the real consequences of what is happening to gas prices, to food prices, to transportation costs, and all that. Those hit you and I. They don't touch John Kerry. Afterward, after all, if you had John Kerry's wealth, if you had AOC's wealth, 
if you had the free health care that she has as a congresswoman, if you had the salary that she had, if you had the Secret Service protection that she had, if you had the ability to make all kinds of money from endorsements just by sticking your idiotic face in a bowl of ice water from your apartment, would you be concerned about paying more for gas? Not like you are when you have to go to work and work overtime to find the extra $250 a month to foot the gas bill for your wife and the one other driver in your family. Now, those are real American issues that touch you and I. They don't touch the people in charge of making the decisions. And so in that regard, what we're trying to do to get Vladimir Putin to stop doing what he's doing, sanction him economically, make it hurt in his pocketbook, is what we need to have happen here to the people who are making the decisions because they are so above being touched by the consequences of their stupid ideas that a consequential mistake like ending production of domestic energy to the point where we export it rather than import it, they can afford to be idealistic about that. You and I can't afford to be idealistic about that, but they can be. And so 15 minutes from now, 20 minutes from now, 30 minutes from now, when Joe Biden comes out, if you think he's going to say anything about a course correction in how we're doing things that have emboldened Vladimir Putin to do what he's doing, or will decidedly embolden Xi Jinping to do what he's been threatening to do for a long time with Taiwan, I have absolutely no, no hope of that being the case. It is sad that a private citizen has to do this. I wish there could be a very wealthy Columbus individual who would establish a fund to provide lucrative rewards for those who give information that leads to the solving of homicides that are unsolved. I know we have Crime Stoppers, but I'm talking about lucrative rewards. Enough money to shake people out of their fear that snitches get stitches. So in the case of Darlene Phillips, who lives in Texas but had a daughter who lived here in Columbus until she was murdered at age 31 early in January, she is doing something about it. She has established a $5,000 reward for information leading to the prosecution and conviction of whoever is responsible for her daughter's death. Her daughter sounds like a wonderful person, Krishana Jordan, beautiful picture uh, that um, hauntingly looks back at us from the ABC Six on Your Side website. Uh, Darlene Phelps says, I don't feel like I am ever going to be at peace if these people are not caught and put behind bars. She was a wonderful, wonderful person, loved to laugh, always smiling. Every person who is murdered has people who love them and are devastated by their murder, no matter what they're engaged in. And I have no reason to believe that Krishana Jordan was engaged in anything untoward. But even if she was, she didn't deserve to die the way she died. Even this guy at the Roosters the other night does not deserve to be executed at the door of the restaurant. 
And it's very obvious. We have each in our minds, because we have life experiences that react to different things in different ways, if we follow the news locally, we probably all have someone whose face we remember looking back from a website or the pages of a newspaper whose smile or whose look has lodged itself in our collective conscience because they've been murdered and because their murder has not been solved. Uh, For me, I see the face of Olivia Kurtz, the young lady shot at Bicentennial Park. I see Mackenzie Ridley gunned down at a squirt gun party on the east side. I see those two little ones, nine and six years old, assassinated in Canal Winchester. And our police are not supported to the degree they need to be by their superiors in the mayoral administration and city council. And so the reign of violence continues. And Andrew Ginther makes empty comments about, oh, if we only get rid of illegal guns, this will solve the problem. It will not solve the problem. The only thing that will solve the problem is targeting, prosecuting, and incarcerating gang members. That is the only thing that will make a difference. That is it. Not complicated, but... Politically, it is complicated for Andrew Ginther because if he intimates that it is gangs, then he comes perilously close to making crime an issue of ethnicity. And he certainly, as a Democrat, is not going to do that. Now, failing to do what they're told to do is a ticklish matter for some of our Ohio General Assembly members who are on the redistricting commission. They have tried twice and failed in the eyes of our woke Supreme Court in the state of Ohio to come up with legislative maps that meet the standards that the Supreme Court thinks they ought to have. Stay in your lane, Supreme Court. First two sets of maps would have decreased Republican dominance in the legislature, but only by a little. And so, of course... The whiny Democrats cannot put up with that. They don't like the fact that Ohio is a center-right state, that Ohio has a veto-proof majority in the General Assembly, in both the Senate and in the House. So since they can't win a vote in the state of Ohio district by district on the merits of their unpopular positions, they will win by backdoor means of concocting crazy legislative maps that also do not comply with state law. Democrat Allison Russo has submitted her own set of legislative maps. Yeah, sure, try. Which do not comply with state laws, prohibitions against aspects of the districts not being connected enough or splitting villages and towns. So... The Supreme Court has dangled a contempt citation against some of these people. And we are three weeks away, by the way, from voting for military personnel overseas. I don't see any way that we can conduct the Ohio primary on time in May if this impasse continues. So hopefully the Supreme Court will stick its nose out of where it does not belong and let the 
duly elected majority of Republicans in the state of Ohio use one of the two maps they have already proposed. Because if you look at the maps in Illinois, New York, and you think what Ohio is doing is gaming the system, there's nobody by any objective measure that would not realize that Illinois and New York are doing on steroids what Ohio is being accused of doing. Now, as we wait for the president at the bottom of the hour, uh, Colonel Jack Keene, military analyst on Fox, is talking about one of the most interested parties in observing what is going on in Ukraine as Vladimir Putin presses to take over that country and start rebuilding what used to be the USSR. He hasn't endorsed this operation and he hasn't condemned it. He's someplace in the middle. But you betcha, out of public view, he's cheering this on. Because- Let me start again. This is, this is Jack Keane talking about Chairman Xi, Xi Jinping in China. He hasn't endorsed this operation and he hasn't condemned it. He's someplace in the middle. But you betcha, out of public view, he's cheering this on. Mm. Because this contributes to his narrative, President Xi, it contributes to his narrative that the West is in decline. And it's certainly, as he's going into the National Party Congress later this year, to be enshrined for five more years and likely indefinitely, does this incentivize him in the next couple of years to move on Taiwan based on what he's seeing Great here. question. General- how the United States reacts to, the, reacts to this and how the world reacts to this is also crucial in, in what conclusions he will draw. And weakness invites tyrants to act. And Joe Biden, not just in direct matters that concern Vladimir Putin or would have been factored into Vladimir Putin's assessment, of an invasion of Ukraine. But just ask yourself, when you watch Joe Biden get off a helicopter, when you watch him come out to a podium, when you hear him pause for ponderable amounts of time making public comments, when you see him launch into tirades, does he look like a world leader who is in complete control of his emotions and his thinking clearly and quickly on his feet? Or does he look like your tired old grandfather or great-grandfather who you love, but who you know is not the man he used to be because the years have taken a toll? Well, the same thing you see is what Vladimir Putin and Chairman Xi see, and we're paying a cost for it. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. 
with in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com, salemnow.com.